0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. And this is the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat. I'm joined by the host of the Koi Gig podcast and Off the Ball's own Kathleen McNamee. And uh, we get a sport to look back on including a fairly stunning turn, off, uh, turn up for the books because it's not often that everybody in unison forms a joint consensus that says a team is doomed and they did that in respect of Munster against Leinster.
1: Yeah, completely. We had Alan Quinn on Off the Ball last week. I mean, Munster legend and even he was like, you know, it might just be a day out for Munster fans and by God was it not that. It was probably the game of the season, if not one of the games of the season in terms of how Munster turned up. Munster winning it with that final drop kick, you know, Frawley running away doing the Ronan O'Gara finger wag. Like, there was a few people being like, is that not trademarked? Are you, are you allowed to do that? Uh I mean... Leinster technically did rest quite a lot of players, you know, like Keenan, Larmer, Sheen, Furlong and Doris, all rested. Scott Penny was ruled out at the head injury. Porter, Rossburn, Gibson Park, also sitting out. Those are all big names, but the general consensus about Leinster this season has been their B team could meet beat most A teams and I don't think there's any reason to say why the team that Leo Cullen put out shouldn't have beaten this monster team I mean Well there's... they
0: shouldn't have beaten the monster team that we have seen up until this weekend but it seems to have been a very different monster that showed up
1: Yeah I don't I don't know was it like the mentality because even them they were missing major players as well like they were missing RG Snyman Fekatoa Conor Murray Calvin Nash all weren't playing for them so they just seem to have gone into this game with a do or die attitude and just said look we have absolutely nothing to lose if we get hammered no one is going to bat an eyelid so we have nothing to lose we're going to throw everything at Leinster. and they really did and now they set up a battle against stormers next or er, on the 27th which will be interesting because they beat stormers in South Africa recently so
0: this of course because um, Conneth went down to stormers at the weekend
1: yeah 4325 which I is a harsh. Scoreline, I think, for Connacht, they were relatively in it and, like, keeping in touch with Stormers who were definitely the better team until towards the end it also just goes to show how like funny the URC is I mean Connacht finished 7th in the league 18 points behind Stormers Munster also finished a whole 24 points behind Leinster in the actual league and now we have a Munster-Stormers final which I don't think anyone would have predicted at the start of the season Um, but yeah I don't know if you saw there was a video that went viral of the Stormers players and fans wildly celebrating whenever munster Leinster because they didn't want to go and have to pay Leinster in the Aviva and I was a bit like, lads, you you did lose to the Munster quite recently. (laughs) I don't know if I'd be celebrating that wildly.
0: On the subject of wild celebrations, um, Chelsea um, winning the third straight um, FA Cup victory in uh, women's football in, in Wembley, it is unusual that the attendance record is almost as significant as the victory but it is genuinely very significant. The kind of numbers that showed up shows a sort of a a Rubicon being crossed for women's football.
1: Definitely. So a world record of 77,390 fans, which is a domestic women's match record, uh, turned up on Sunday for this game. Chelsea, I mean, they've been absolutely dominant. They got to see a nice little Sam Kerr backflip, which hopefully won't be seeing any of those in Australia whenever Ireland play them in the World Cup this summer. But I think what you've seen across like the Women's Super League in England this season is how much attendances have benefited from... Like the Euros last summer, the increased coverage. Even look, the Emirates sold out completely last week for uh, the Champions League, where Arsenal played Wolfsburg. They've now committed to doing more games at the Emirates next season. I think there'll be five or six games plus Champions League games there.
0: But the, this matters because at the heart of it, there is there is a commerciality, hard-nosed nature to sport. And if there aren't bums on seats, if there aren't merchandise being sold, it's very hard to keep the support
1: Exactly. Going. And I think what's interesting about these numbers is that there's been a switch in the mentality of people. Before, they'd be like, oh, we'll give away free tickets, we'll sell them for like a fiver, we'll make it cheap so people come. Make tickets cheap, people don't actually come because they'll pick one up for a fiver and then they'll just be like, ah, oh, it's only a fiver, it doesn't matter. These are tickets being sold at like premium prices. No. And cheaper than like a Premier League game or something, but still like, you know, 30 or 40 quid that you don't want to see going down the drain and more bums are turning up on seats and that's only benefiting the teams more, it's benefiting sponsors more, it's benefiting clubs more, so it's a full cycle.
0: And long may it continue. Uh, Catherine, before I let you go, we should mention very briefly an absolute pasting for allowed at the hands of Dublin.
1: Yes, they are absolutely hammered. 521 to 15 points. Uh, I mean, all... The Ulster was the only provincial final that showed any sort of competition. And I think a lot of people, Desi Farrell said after the Leinster game, he doesn't really know how much longer this can go on because it's not entertaining for anyone to watch whatsoever.
0: Kathleen, thank you. That is Kathleen McNamee from Off the Ball. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.